To episode 124 of Chirpin DMV. Uh, it's your boy Bobcat here with Ben Little up north and Stack Guy Blake. It is Tuesday, November 30th. It's officially Christmas music season. Um, only three games since uh, since we last talked, but we'll start with Ben. How was your American Thanksgiving in Canada? Are you guys do anything up there? Uh, no, we don't really do anything. I just uh, met up with some friends on the Friday, and then on Saturday, me and my girlfriend made gingerbread houses, and mine was really bad. So Thursday like, night, like, really is... bad. <laughs> um, like, did it stay up? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, did was it the foundation up? like was it foundation oh yeah, sound? like there was there was obviously some uh, some structural issues, but it stayed up. Okay. Oh, so the night before Thanksgiving in America is traditionally like the biggest bar night of the year. Um, I oh, did really? not partake. Um, I, I was, I'm fighting off. I mean, I'm still fighting through it. If you can't tell, it sounds like I, I can was, actually still kind of hear it in your voice. Yeah. Sounds like I've been just hacking darts for the last week straight. Um, but Blake, how was uh, Thanksgiving? Do anything? Stay around town? What's going on, bud? Oh yeah. Th- Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday of the year. I had a, I had a, so Wednesday night, like you said, went out, uh, uh, went to a bar, watched Caps game, had some fun. And then, uh, Thursday, obviously partook of, uh, all of the various flavored gravy delivery vehicles that are available. <laughs> and then, uh, and then on Saturday I watched my Ohio State get Buckeyes get freaking lit up by the stupid Michigan Wolverines. Well, I'm happy to Otherwise, hear it. It was a great weekend though. Um, I don't want to dive down this rabbit hole, but I'm so happy to hear that you're an Ohio State fan because I hate them. I hate Urban Meyer. Um, that's another <laughs> another sport for another time. But this week we have um, we're going to try out some new things. Bounce off between uh, Blake and Ben here. I know Ben's got our uh, our rough itinerary, but we're going to try out some some new always. things tonight. Um, some some league news. Uh, as always, we've talked about the Olympics. It seems like um every episode but yeah we're going to cover a lot of bases tonight we can start off with what we talked about last or where we left off game wise um sour note played seattle 5-2 we can forget about that but arguably the caps most dominant game of the season uh wednesday night against montreal uh you guys watch both both you guys get in on that game of course that was yeah, I know. I mean, I guess it's different. We don't have AB and, and Billman here, so we're, we're watching the games. Um, but yeah, the Montreal game just from jump. Uh, I mean, but less than four minutes in, fresh off his, his new contract, Nick Dowd gets on the board. Um, but I, I mean, I don't want to go down and just list off the scores. We had yet another rookie score that night. Um, but before we dive into the game itself, like what any overall themes that you guys see here, or the, the, what was going on in the Montreal game that maybe set it apart from the rest? Um, in my eyes, it was more so just like the amount of possession Washington had compared to how many non-dangerous chances Montreal had. Like anytime they were in Washington's zone, it wasn't a threat. Like it didn't seem like they had any good chances. And when they did, they happened to score on them. Even if they weren't great chances, they still scored. But it just seemed like every good chance belonged to Washington the entire game. Yeah, I mean, does that did that line up heat map wise, Blake? Was it just wide on the Montreal yeah. size? That was so beautiful. Just staring at the heat map and the expected goals <laughs> tracker. Just like, 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 how many monitors do you have up there? Blake's, yeah, Blake's just in the recliner, like with his beard, <laughs> looking at the heat. Oh, no, <laughs> it I looks was like I the was stock at a watching that game, but I, I did indeed have, I had natural statric. I always have natural statric up on my phone when I'm watching games. Always. Just say you on Robin Hood? No, uh, statric. <laughs> <laughs> That game was pretty dominant. I think the um, overall, just beating the same drum you guys are, but the Cavs didn't play from behind, A, and they were taking the pace, it seemed like. You know, they were the team that from jump was foot on the gas pedal. I feel like we've – yeah, yeah, go jump in. Something that I really liked that I we've seen in the past be an issue that wasn't an issue in that game was, like, letting off the – was – uh, letting off the gas in, late in the game and then getting scored on a bunch of times. Um, that was not an issue. And I was really concerned with how dominant it was going to be or how dominant it was that that was going to be an issue. And they just didn't, they didn't let up and it was great. 
Yeah, uh, well, I like so, that they started on time too because they usually have terrible starts to games and they just didn't at all. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Just from from the jump, they were they were on top of it. Um, so scoring that game, I, we can jump ahead. We don't need to go over all six. But Michael Scarbosa was he the fifth or sixth different rookie for the Caps to score this year, or get his first goal? Yeah. Was he technically a rookie? Yeah, was that his first goal? I was. I believe that was his first NHL goal. goal. Um, I think it was his first NHL game, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. I know that. Honestly? I, I, that's what I'm trying. I've been to seeing say. this Maybe dude I'm, at training camp for like five years, but that's what I'm yeah, saying. His that's name has been around like forever. Been there. Yeah, uh-huh. him and Axel Janssen, Fialbi, and Protus and all them—they've been around forever, but they're finally oh, no. getting into games. Which is good to see. Scarbosa has played 58 games in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was at his first goal, though. No, it was his third. Was it okay? Huh. So I was incorrect there. Um, it was his first goal as a Capital. Yeah, okay, there it is. So we can, I guess we can run through it. John Carlson, he's been tearing it up. He made it two nothing with a clapper. I think Ben, what did you say about his slap shot that night? I said it was a rocket from NASA. Rocket from NASA. Or that it could break the sound barrier. It could break the sound barrier. Um, Scarbosa got his first goal as a cap when Cedric Paquette tried to clear the puck. So that was pretty slick. Um, But just yeah, I mean, usual suspects. Guzzi or Kuzi scored. Um, Cole Caulfield did score for Montreal. I think he made it four to two. Um, but the Caps, you know, they pulled away with it. Um, six three was the final. This was Ovi's 16th three assist game. Uh, so that was worth noting. And Justin Schultz did leave the game uh, with an upper body injury and was listed day to day after that. Lavulette also passed Pat Quinn for 11th place in NHL coaching wins. Um, I guess I didn't realize Lavi was that far up on the grand scheme of things. I knew he was for American coaches, but um, yeah. 11th all time. Is that surprising to either of you guys? Yeah, it's definitely surprising to me. Um, yeah, I guess it's not too surprising to me. He's been around a while, and, like, you think of all the teams he's been on, and he's, like, walked them to the finals, like, his first year, except for Washington. But he's been I around for He's been around forever. for that long. Yeah, know, has- it doesn't seem like he has, but when you think about it, he's been around for a while. Yeah. He, yeah, I mean, he won, didn't he win a cup with the Hurricanes, right? Yeah, he won in 06. Oh, oh, 06, yep, oh, 06 with the Canes. He took Philly to the final. Um, yeah, he's been around for a while. Um, so, yeah, good win against a bad Montreal team. Glad that we were, you know, didn't didn't mush us there. Um, going into Friday night's game against Florida, I was in the building. Awesome matchup. Um, I think going into it, looking at this Caps roster still, we're like, yeah, all right, when's the dam going to break? When's the dam going to break? Um, but awesome game. Caps were the blue W jerseys. Um, they were playing this easy team that you said wasn't going to make playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, we, you don't have to mention that every week. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I was probably wrong in that regard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Friday night against Florida was all Caps. All Caps. Or not all Caps, okay. all movie. I apologize. It was all movie. <laughs> Um, fuck it. Let's just jump right to it, man. He, he had a hat trick. It was awesome. It was unreal going yeah. against Florida. Um, I don't even after he went down the tunnel. Just, yeah, I thought he yeah, was actually oh, hurt, but he yeah, wasn't that's at true. All. Thanks, thanks. For <laughs> yeah, as soon mad. as I saw that it was a puck to the face, I was like, oh, he's scoring a hat trick. Thank you. Yeah. For giving <laughs> yeah. me, I think all of Cavs Twitter was like, yeah, he's scoring a hat trick. And well, then he the did. Florida coach say he's like the second best goal scorer of all time, right before yep. this game. Yeah, and yep. then he like stared him down every goal. Yep. Um, but yeah, I was, I was in a suite. We took a party bus. It was a whole thing. It was, it was pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, Ovi takes a puck to the face. One of my buddies is asking me, he goes, what happened? What happened? Where's Ovi? And, uh, before I could, you know, even point out and be like, oh, he's right there, man. He's like back on the ice. Uh, he gets, or he scores. So that was awesome. But I think what Florida jumped out to a one Oh rip with Huberdu started it. Huberdeau, Jonathan Huberdeau. Yeah, it's like at the end of the first period, TVR just like slipped and turned it over. The worst yeah, possible Yeah, I time. was so stressed after that goal because like, <laughs> I mean, we dominated that period and we gave up a goal less than a minute to go. Like that is the classic Caps formula for losing a game. Yeah, doing I, probably that in the first period. I probably should have kept my mouth shut because, you know, it was under one minute. I was in the suite hyping everyone up. You know, get a minute. Um, and then Huberdeau collects <laughs> a, a broken play. Yeah, man. Um, that was TR's worst game of the year so far. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. I mean, 
Yeah, honestly, uh, for being in the building, I probably have the worst memory of the game. Uh, if you can put two <laughs> and two together, but, uh, I was rocking that. We can get to that. I'll bring bring that back up. But second period, Tom Wilson stays hot, uh, gets his eighth goal of the year, ties it up. Um, Ovi got his. Uh, he took the lead two one in the in the second period. Man, I'm all over the place talking about this game. Um, he gets two before he could even, I was celebrating a second goal, that rebound that popped out before it even hit a stick. Yeah, I was hands up in the air, ready to rock. I knew that was going in. Um, but just to make it a little bit more interesting, uh, Sam Reinhardt scored, uh, brought it back to three, two third period who gets the hat trick, Alex Ovechkin. It's unreal. First hat trick I've seen in person. Uh, assist coming from Cousy and Wilson. That was a sick pass by Cousy, um, if I remember that one correct. Anyone? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Bueller, too, honestly. Bueller. Um, yeah, so his second goal was the rebound. Um, he's now one shy of Dave Anderchuk's power play goal record. Or did he, unless he got one against Carolina. But um, No, he didn't. He yeah. got a goal, but he didn't get a power play. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's what happened. Ovi made it 3-1, right circle. Um, I thought it was a pretty slick pass. Um, or sorry, that was his second goal, right circle. Ovi increased the lead to 4-2, third period when he scored a slot pass from Kuznetsov. Thank you, NHL.com. Um, I'm surprised Caps Twitter didn't villainize Radko Gudis for hitting Ovi in the face with that puck. Like, did uh, he was here for two years and we're not in love with him? Is that like, when does that happen? Radko I saw a Gudis couple of jokes about it. Probably one of the worst capitals that I've ever seen play hockey. <laughs> he wasn't that bad when he played with the Cats. I hated him. Like, the second they got him, I was so upset he was already, like, one of my least favorite players in the NHL before that. And then they traded Niskanen for him. I was so upset. Yeah. yeah he was, I was like, that's a dirty player, but whatever. I guess he's on our team now, and I guess I got yeah. it. Like, I embraced Sherry, Haglin, Orpik, Niskanen. <laughs> I've done it before. I'll do it again. And then he just sucked. Yeah, he was, was just like, I'm good. not. <laughs> well, Ovi's hat trick um, tied him for sixth place all time uh, with Bobby Hull and Marcel Dion. Pretty uh, noteworthy company there. 153rd multi-goal game. Um, puts him in, what, one shy of Mary Lemieux. So, yeah, they, I mean, it's so fun that we just get to continue to talk about Ovi every, every single time. episode. Every time he steps on the ice, it's another damn milestone. It's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's some, like, random milestone. It's, like, some multi-goal milestone or hat-trick milestone. It's just insane. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, um, I'm i fully on board with, like, I said it last night. Forget Gretzky. OV1K. First score thousand goals. OV1K, dude. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, honestly, if anyone will, it will be him. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy that like we can ever. even like talk about this being a, a possibility. It's like becoming more and more possible every game. Yeah, I think that's I had to start absurd. adding the the odds of him getting a 60 goal season in my tracker because it's like relevant. Like, what on <laughs> earth? Yeah, he's what seven forty nine. Early in the season, I tweeted the odds as like a joke of like, ha, it's like seven percent. It's not gonna happen, but like whatever. And then now it's like the odds are just increasing, and like. Okay, I guess I'm adding it to the tracker now because <laughs> well, isn't he like a 99% chance of a 40 goal season now? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically guaranteed, which is again still stupid. He's he's 36. He's 36. I He's 36. I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like it's absurd that like uh, it's an actual possibility that he, you know, it's not out of the realm it's of possibility for him to have a thousand goals. Like, it's yeah. absurd that a 50 goal season is po- is a possibility for him. Well, I like, yeah. it hasn't like one on other record, I called like, 60 in my ever done before. I think I, I think I, I called 60 early on uh on the pod this year and I'm going to ride it. I'm I'm, I'm not going to I called you know, 38 so I was technically right cuz he's going to get that in 12 games. Yeah, I mean <laughs> he's uh, well we can you know transition just straight into the Carolina game cuz it didn't stop, right? Going to Carolina another tough opponent. Uh another playoff perennial pick everyone thinks carolina is going to be one of the best teams in hockey um Ovi jumps on the board first period it was unreal i mean one o'clock game or not first period sorry second period it's one o'clock game slow start classic caps right nothing fun happening in the first period um and then in the second period caps get two goals in 59 seconds i did not see the second one i looked away from the screen but um (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. One minute, I was looking over at the other screen, watching football, trying to, you know, go back and forth. Um, but OV scores, even strength. Um, I think, what was it, him and I think Aaron Eckblad at this point are the only people oh, in yeah. the NHL that have been on the ice for, what is it, 25-plus even strength goals. Yeah, I screenshotted this. It's uh, Alex Ovechkin has 24 5v5 points. Ekblad's the only other player in the league who's even been on the ice for 24 of their team's 5v5 goals this season. Been on the ice, not even had points, been on the ice. Yeah, like that's so, how yeah. good it'll be doing 5-on-5. Five five. That's unreal. Um, so, yeah, he, he he started the scoring in the second period. Um, and then, was it Orlov that got a oh, – no, Protus, sorry. Protus goes to – Protus got his first. Yeah, goes I'm to loving – I am loving Protus on the top line. Protus is That good. is good. Yeah, he's looking sharp. I mean, it's a gross number, but he's looking sharp. Um, <laughs> what's he looking like on your evening? Nah, terrible. Huh? What's he looking like on your uh, your trackers? Give me the blade uh, rundown on Alexi Protos. Good. He's. I mean, he's below. He's below the fifty percent line. You'd like to see him above it, but considering where he is relative to his now line mates, Ovi and Kuzi, like, uh, I mean. Ovi and Kuzi are breaking analytics because they just score on everything. They're like, they're so good. You kind of can't do analytics with Ovi because it's been true for like several years now, at least with Ovi. And so and wait, it's like what you're team. saying, what you're saying is that advanced analytics aren't the end all be all. Yeah. I never said they were. I, know, I, know. I think they're a very useful tool. And I think that to disregard them is dumb, except for when it comes to Alex Vetchkin, in which case you just can't, they're just, they don't apply to him. He doesn't care. He cares not for your analytics. They apply to almost everyone else in the league, just not Ovi. So I think the the, the other thing uh, that that everyone noticed from this game, it goes back and and um, gives credence to Ben's point about top five losers in the league, um, Rob Brendamore. But we can get to that a little bit uh, later in the game. So Caps did jump out to a two nothing lead. Kotkaniemi gets his fifth goal of the year. Uh, Nino Niederreiter, a couple fun names to say. He gets his fourth. Um, and then Dmitry Orlov. He's been playing, I think, pretty good lately, Blake. I don't Orlov, know he... more like Skorlov, am I right? Oh, uh, go fuck Woo! yourself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Orlov, I think, is, you know, he's been chipping in a lot lately. Um, one of those defensemen really. that we don't, we don't really notice that much, um, just because I think he plays, again, pretty efficiently. Um, but yep, Carolina does tie it up. Um, Dimitri Olaf's power play goal. Rod Brendamore was losing his mind, losing his absolute mind. The guy slashes him, breaks his stick, and was trying to argue that it wasn't a penalty. Yeah, but like going like so hard to argue that he was like, like screaming and his face was red. Like when it was clear, like the stick broke in half. Like you can't argue that. Yeah, there's really, I, you, you don't have. To uh, be like, fair, what doesn't Rod Brendamore scream about until his face is red? Like yeah, his exactly. team score a goal and he'd be all up in somebody's face over something. Yeah, I know. That's why yeah. I say he's a top five loser as a coach. Cause he can be like, he might be one of the best coaches in hockey, but like, he just seems like he's a spaz. Yeah. yeah. I, he might be a guy that, you know, maybe that stick wears a little thin on guys, but no, no, there's been no report of that. Like sounds like everybody in the locker room loves him. Carolina loves him. He's a Carolina legend, but like even uh, Daryl Sutter, uh, I mean, they locked him out. They were so sick of his shit. Do you remember that story? The Kings locked him out of the locker room after they lost. Um, but Carlson ends up getting an empty netter, making it four to two. Uh, down go the bad guys. Uh, Carlson had three assists that game. And like we were talking about, every every game so far is a milestone for Ovi. Uh, 128th opening game goal, surpassing Gordy Howe all time. He's only three short oh, of Brett Hull for second place, and Yager's in first with 135 game opening goals. Um, Tom Wilson, Gretzky sucked at opening the scoring. Is what yeah, I mean, I, I don't have the full start on sheet there, um, but Willie has a uh, four-point game streak. He was my pick and cap punishment this week. Thank you, John Carlson. Multi-point game in the past seven. And Sammy is now 3-0-0 against the Hurricanes. Uh, we have been riding Sammy. Uh, it seems like he is now taken back the saddle of number one, safe to say. Oh, yeah. That's the vibe Brick I'm work. getting, 100%. Brick um, Yeah, and I, again, not, not, I don't think LaViolette has any problem ever going back to 
so we were rudely interrupted by another technical error by Bobcat here, um, but we were in the middle of talking about uh, Sammy and VTech, right? So looks like Sammy's taken back over as the number one goalie, um, but it's not like we have a lack of confidence in VTech. He's just the hot hand right now. Yep, that's there? a fair assessment. That's a very fair yeah. assessment. My only uh, problem with Sam Sonov right now is after I was watching the Montreal game, so they had like a big Sportsnet broadcast before and everything leading up to it. They're talking about Sam Sonov's high glove and how weak it is. And ever since then, I think like almost every goal that's been scored on has been high glove. That's just true of every goalie. You, I like, know that's like obviously a weak spot, but his is like pretty bad. Like, not that he's bad because he's obviously playing unreal. I'm not trying to call him out or anything. I've just noticed that like his high gloves bad and breakaway goals they score on him five hole every time. Yeah, I guess I haven't pieced those two things together yet, but worth think, uh, keeping my eye out for. I yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I, I watch. I I, th- I think Sammy's pretty good. At, pretty good at breakaways, especially comparing him to his predecessor Holby. Like, especially in the last couple of years, like it used to be like anytime there was a breakaway, oh, hope he's going to let it in. Just, just let it happen. Also get five it over hole, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, five holes always. But I feel like way. Samsonov, there's at least a shot. Like you have like hope that he'll, he'll stop it. And he does a decent amount of time. Obviously, you know, a breakaway is never a goalie's fault, but, but yeah, exactly. you want an elite caliber goalie to stop a few of them, you know, M- mitigate perhaps mitigate. Yeah. Look at that little stopgap word there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Caps are hot, man. They're in first place now. Um, I'm sorry I don't have their win percentage up in front of me, Blake. Let me uh, look at that real quick. Last week I was doing the game in hand, blah, blah, blah. I think um, they're I think they're second in points percentage. They are at 750, Carolina 775. So, yep, second uh, in the east there. Fuck, Toronto's a wagon right now. Um, Philadelphia, six-game right skid. Is AV on the hot seat? Is G getting moved? Like, what's going on? I don't, do you guys follow Andy and Rono on Twitter? They're hilarious just because, like, their broken English tweeting is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> and they get very Philly. animated about yeah. about their opinions. I, I love so them. That's how I, that's how I know how bad Philly's been this year because they started off real hot and looked really good, but now they don't look good at all. No, no one's scoring. Um, six games in a row Islanders in Philadelphia at the bottom of that division right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's some sort of shakeup. They gave everyone an off day today. Um, but as Cavs fans love to see other teams struggling, um, uh, I wanted to mention that we forgot to talk about in the last couple of games was Wilson intentionally hitting Bobrovsky. Oh my God. (laughs) That was so dumb. We were getting so mad on Twitter about that. I couldn't believe that girl's tweet and her like continuing to defend it. Like people would argue her and she'd keep making points. Like anybody, anybody who has a negative opinion of Wilson, they just hold on to that. Like it's their entire personality. Like that's the only thing driving them. And there's nothing you can say that would deter them. Tom Wilson could kiss a puppy on the forehead and they'd be like, he should be suspended five games. So I, I was there. Um, the and I, the forehead. I, I, yeah, not that I've mentioned it yet. I was there in a suite, um, but Holy hell, I was sitting there. I, like I said, you know, we took a bus and the suite was all you can, whatever you needed. Um, I was just trying to formulate a response to that tweet. And I just couldn't, <laughs> I was like, there's nothing I can say here that like, I was going to go with like the, well, tell me you've never seen a hockey game without telling me you've never seen a hockey game, but that didn't want people coming at me because she was a girl, but like, Oh my God, this freaking Sergei Bobrovsky's crossing the crease to slide, to try and stop the goal where the puck was directly passed to. And then he continued his momentum. Like you think Tom Wilson went out of his way to hit the goalie? Absolutely not. I, if you think My that, favorite part of that play was Wilson, not even celebrating the goal, him just going, Come on, Ibrahimovic! Yeah, like, like you're doing, <laughs> you're killing me, bud. Like, so I guess this would be a better time than any to bring you our newest segment. We unintentionally did it last week, um, but we're going to make it a reoccurring theme here. So you can uh, hit us up on Twitter or Insta and, and see if you've got any additions to it. Um, but this is going to be the second uh, iteration of "What If Willie." So each week we're going to ask a question that "What if Tom Wilson did this? What would be the reaction?" Last week, we decided if Tom Wilson made Team Canada, um, the world would cease. Yeah, the world would cease to exist. It would be World War Three. 
Canada and America would become enemies or just DC versus Canada, which is kind of the same thing. Um, so this week's, uh, what if, what if Willie, what if Willie bit an opponent's hand in a fight? Uh, I'm going to start with you, Blake. What, what do you think the fallout would be there? I think a lot of people who have like blocked Wilson followers would suddenly unblock Wilson followers or w- block Wilson fans would suddenly unblock all the Wilson fans they've blocked just to go see Wilson's a horrible person in their mentions <laughs> and then immediately reblock them. That's what I think would happen. That's probably the most reasonable. Yeah. All right. All right, Ben. What, what if Willie? No, see, it, that's exactly it. Like that's the reasonable response. I think if he bit someone, he would not like go to the box. They would just immediately have police come onto the ice, put him in handcuffs and just take him right to Madison Square Garden jail where he would be, wait until his court date, obviously. And um, Twitter it would, it would have to be in, it would have to be in New York if he did it right. Yeah, exactly. It has to be in the state where it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, and I just assumed MSG because it's the Rangers. Yeah. Um, I think he would get a lifetime ban from the nhl um oh yeah probably become they put him on some sort of list he'd probably have difficulty flying um internationally (laughs) at least tell people when he moves into a neighborhood yeah (laughs) i think they might take him to the gallows for a public execution frankly if twitter had their way with them um so yeah if you don't know what happened in the nhl or you don't have twitter or i i i feel like even non-hockey fan oh you wouldn't be listening to this but Brendan Lemieux, son of Claude Lemieux, notorious NHL scumbag, started the Bloody Friday brawl against the the old Avs versus Detroit. He greased, what was it, Draper from behind. You know, luckily his neck broke his fall onto the boards. Um, But that started that whole Patrick Waugh melee. So Brendan Lemieux, apple doesn't far from the scumbag tree, gets into a fight with Brady Kachuk, and while in a scrum, bites his hand and draws blood currently awaiting an in-person or a zoom hearing from the dpos um so yeah that catches you up to speed but i said if if one sec blake shut the fuck up (laughs) if if willie bid someone i went public public execution lifetime ban and probably a no-fly list ben went with uh straight to jail cops on the ice Yeah, yeah straight to jail card and blake with the reasonable take here that uh, the keyboard warriors on Twitter, aka Rangers fans, uh, would go absolutely bananas and then return to block everybody. But go on, Blake. How bad do you have to screw up to make Brady Kachuk look like the good guy in a scenario? <laughs> yeah, that's a you know what? That's a good point. Um, and the the comments that he had afterwards, did you see the Gilbert Godfrey? Somebody paid him on Cameo to read Kachuk's yeah, that's hilarious. audio. Because <laughs> that guy's um, the worst voice on planet. But yeah, he's the parrot from uh, Aladdin, if you guys don't know that. Um, he did, uh, was it kayak commercials, and then he made some racist remarks. He's the and principal and problem child. Yeah. I remember him as, seen that movie. as the bird from uh, from Cyber Chase. Shout out to my uh, PBS. Oh my God, kid. I remember that show. Well, he was also awesome. uh, he was a bird on that show. Was he always a bird? He was the duck for Aflac, most notably. <laughs> so he was the parrot in Aladdin. He was a bird in Cyber Chase and he was the Aflac duck. But Brady Kachuk. Have you ever seen a bird? It was played by Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> so Brady Kachuk <laughs> basically came out and said, um, ask his team. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants him around. Um, basically calling him, you know, Steven Glansberg. He sits alone at the lunch table and eats by himself. Um, quickly rebuted or, or refuted, I should say, by Jonathan Quick. And like, no, we would take him over Kachuk. Was the bullshit meter on that? Oh, high. so high. So high. <laughs> so high. I hit the, uh, the Mori. Our, our, yeah. <laughs> our lie detector determined that that was a lie. <laughs> like no chance in the world you would take Brendan Lemieux over Brady Kachuk. Yeah. So we can, we can, uh, I guess from that, we can take away that Jonathan quick probably doesn't have a, a future in any NHL front office. Um, so other league news, Mark Bergevan, we, I think we said it last episode of the week before we thought that he would make it out to the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. Montreal cuts ties with him. And then did you see what happened to their assistant GM? No, I, I've heard like a so, little bit about it, but not. Wasn't he? So wasn't Scott Mellonby. 
Yeah, he basically had a handshake agreement that, you know, you're going to be the next GM, was turning down GM interviews, offers from other teams. Now Bergevin's out, and Mellonby abruptly resigns. So I think the writing's on the wall there that they were not ready for Mellonby. Um, one of the guys on the short list I'm hearing of candidates is Daniel Briere. Yeah, I saw uh, Roberto Luongo, playing, too. To be honest. Yeah, Luongo, I did see that also. Yeah, thank you. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we'll see what happens there. I don't – I mean, Montreal, I don't think that Mark Bergevin did a tremendous job building a team there. I think, you know, they got pretty lucky last year, all things considered. Um, I don't think there's a great Montreal culture. Like, I, I don't think they're one step away from being back in a cup final. Um so I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on with. Uh, but hey, at least they're going to at least they're going to fix their first round draft pick somehow. Oh god, yeah. I forgot they have that going on too. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. I I don't know what's going on. They got uh, you know Kotkinami yanked from them last year. They got a bunch of picks from it, but no GM right now. We'll see who's who ends up getting the job. Um, other league news league scumbag i mean top five loser in the league probably also brad marshawn just got a three game suspension for a slew foot which i guess my only real comment here is we can we can talk about marshawn being a scumbag all day long but has suban gotten any repercussions he got a fine he's slew footed like 25 people I'm more surprised that Martian got a suspension at all. I feel like he usually is able to avoid it. And that one honestly didn't look like that bad of a slew foot. He kind of like looked like he was off balance almost. Whereas PKs are like clear as day slew footing him. So I'm yeah, that's surprised what I'm saying. he got like, suspended. Been the I, wheel. I really dislike Marshawn. I really, really dislike Marshawn. Um, but yeah, kind of, I mean, I think it was also a lot in how Ekman Larson looked like he was fucking paralyzed after that, man. That was oh, a how bad. Just like Martian and like Wilson. Because uh, one of them is an honest the player. Jump to the Wilson comparisons <laughs> on Twitter. It's just so infuriating. I, well, that's like, why we I have a new usually, segment, Blake. I usually avoid. I usually avoid getting into the Wilson debate. But I was just like, I know what I'm gonna find in this damn comment section. And I five hate... five replies in, I found it, and I was like, I'm not having this crap. This has nothing to do with Wilson. Why are you bringing him up? I hate the what ifism, like in any argument, but what if Willie, like, can't pass that up. Um, so, yeah, Marshawn gets the the three game. Uh, it's not the Shabana hand anymore. Uh, what is no. it? Are you, are you perished? You're perished. Yeah, perished. You're perished. Um, so, what else? What else do you have written down, Blake? Um, we did finally see the US jerseys. Uh, ben, I know that you had that down on your list. These yeah. things are bad. atrocious. You've got so bad. You've got a 60 yeah. year history of good jerseys. It's and... so damn easy to make a USA jersey. Yeah. It's so You don't so have to make one. That's you literally just, part. it's three letters and three colors. You don't need, you know, you any... don't even have to make one. You have them like already made. The temp made them the damn 1980 jerseys. Why is that so complicated? Use the yeah. 1980 jerseys. Use the the 98 jerseys. I even love like use the yeah. oh use the uh, the ones they wore in Vancouver were sick. Why not have? So I would go if I was in charge. I would go the white 1980 with the just block USA, and then I'd go the blue with the USA with a little flag for the S. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are slick. Like just just do that, and then never ever 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 change the jerseys, ever. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I, and these Nike ones, the last two Olympics have been so bad. Like yeah. last, like the 2018 ones, there wasn't a good people. Like the Germany ones, those are hideous. Yeah, yeah. the armpits have bite. those. Yeah, yeah the shark bite. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I, would say, I think Canada has missed the mark on a lot of their jerseys too. Pretty easy to have an awesome Canada jersey. I actually like the ones from this year, to be honest. Maybe I think that's the just Canada ones. I think Canada Finland one, yeah. takes the cake by a mile. Finland? Yes, even Sweden's are like they're like the same, but they have the stripes that stop halfway around the arm, which I hate. Like why? I I just I don't get why the U.S. has two blue jerseys and they're. I know that's what I mean. They have like one stripe of red. It's like and one of them, blue. one of them is a stupid like white shade of blue for just no reason. Like at yeah, least exactly. when we did those stupid Buffalo Bills jerseys, like at so least there was cool, a reason like for it to be a weird shade of blue. It yeah. was the Buffalo Bills shade of blue. Okay, fine. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, I, I, I don't get it. The, the template has been made. It's been done a million times. Just, you know, 
like all you have to do when you release a new jersey is avoid twitter shitting all over you like that should be the number one priority that's the crazy part for me is like this has to go through so many people before it's released how are people like okaying this did you I, enjoy I the jersey explanation, Ben? I know you love jersey explanations. Oh, was there, a, was there like a good explanation for it? Oh, yeah. It was something about American industrialism. And that's oh. why it was like chrome lettered or something. Like, I was like, you you took something horrible and somehow made it worse. I didn't yeah. know that an exclama- explanation could make it worse than it already was. You could just say, they hey, it's do. USA and it's red, white, and blue because we're the United States of America and these are the colors on our flag. <laughs> story you explain why they're the colors on our flag sure but why betsy why ross uh had these you know i'm sure these colors handy uh i don't know damn they like it's <laughs> yeah, so it's dumb. A drawing inspiration from american muscle cars what yeah. are you talking about yeah we're because we're going we to china good muscle we're car our, our automotive right? industry is better than yours <laughs> So, yeah, sick jerseys for the U.S. Um, other league news, Matt Murray, two-time Stanley Cup champ on waivers. Evander Kane, top five all-time NHL loser on waivers. <laughs> Both uh, unclaimed as of now. The Sharks are willing to eat salary. I think the Senators are willing to eat salary to get rid of Murray. Um, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, some other teams. Noted I would, to maybe kick I would the be tires. fine with Matt Murray backing up Phoenix Copley in, in Hershey. Yeah, yeah for how much Murray, money? When Murray's on, he's good, but he's not on very often. Yeah, but for that that price tag, no, thank you, buddy. That's true. We I'm might have a uh, well. That, that's why Hershey's paying it all. Isn't he's not on? If he's in Hershey, I don't give a shit. Do you think he's got a two way? I saw people. Yeah, good point. I saw but people uh, making cap, articles though. saying that uh, Evander Kane would be a good fit for the Penguins. Go ahead. Yeah, take him. Break please. up that I'm room. Begging. I would love to see Evander Kane on a line with Crosby. That would be hilarious. The worst part is he'd probably pull like a Tony D'Angelo and actually be good and just like learn his lesson if he went to Pittsburgh. Oh, well, speaking of Tony D'Angelo, fucking turd in the punch bowl, him and Brett Pesci pop positive for COVID uh, within, what, 10 hours of playing the Caps. So Right after well, right after Tony D'Angelo spent the whole day manhandling Koozie, right? Yeah. So <laughs> hold your breath. Thank goodness that dude has already had it twice. Yeah. And is vaccinated. That dude is more immune than anyone else on the planet. (laughs) You get it twice (laughs) and vaccinated, there's no shot. They're probably going to like study his blood. Dude, I tell you what, if I have this this smoker's cough the next week, I'm fully convinced that I've got the koozie immune system. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, Matt Murray, we'll see what happens there. Vander Kane, I think you would have to make a real sweetheart deal for anybody to consider taking him into an NHL locker room. Um, would you consider trading Jake DeBrusque for him? That's my Jake segue DeBrusque. into Jake DeBrusque. Yep, he did trade. request a trade. I think Boston, you've got a bunch of guys in that locker room that are, it sounds like it's, you know, a real tight run to ship, like not to make the easy comparison, but are they like, you know, it's a Patriots way type place. Like, do they bring in someone like that? Like who's the most, there's no shot. Who's the biggest even personality if, Boston's had Sagan, even if they got rid of him real quick, even if they weren't like, you know, all tight knit or whatever and, and whatnot, like you've already got Marsh on there. You don't need more yeah, I don't think, shenanigans. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. Boston would ever try that. I think he's going to go to like a Vancouver, like in Arizona. Oh, yeah, it would help Arizona get the to ice. the floor. It would help Arizona get to the spending floor. Yeah, they just need a body on the ice. Yeah, we need 20 warm bodies every night. Can I go play for the Arizona Coyotes? No. Probably. <laughs> um, I, I mean, mean J.B. Eagles play goalie? on their top line. How far behind J.B. Do you play goalie? Probably because I think, be honest, I think but... they grab their goalies off elite prospects at this point. <laughs> um, so, yeah, league news. Man, I think there's going to be uh, the other the, the foot is not dropped yet in Philadelphia. I think there's going to be a shakeup there. There's people thinking Giroux's going to get moved and they just go full rebuild mode. Um, fuck, I'd love to see him in red, white, and blue. I have always loved Claude Giroux. He was always one of my favorite players. I know Blake's not going to say any kind things about him. Yeah, no. He plays the Flyers. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, Michael Roffle, Caps legend. I mean, I do have to put real, real consideration and credence into the the Twitter arguments that are going around now about Ovi 
and Gretzky and how Ovi played against trash or uh, Gretzky played against trash and everyone sucked. Let's just put a, put a pin in this. We're going to stop this conversation right now. This is like the, the MJ versus LeBron, LeBron argument. They played in different eras, different games completely. Wayne Gretzky didn't have any say in the matter of the people he went up against. He didn't like, he was playing for the freaking Indiana racers when he was 18 years old. He couldn't get into the NHL. He was playing in the best leagues that were around and dominated at every single level. Look at his production throughout his career. There was good hockey players in the nineties. If you don't think Steve Eiserman, Joe Sackick, these Mario Lemieux, Mario Lemieux is arguably one of the most talented players of all time. He's the only player in the league that I think's backhand was as good as his forehand. So we need to stop the Gretzky slander. Although fuck Gretzky, if he's going to be the first to a thousand goals, but this comparison is just, it's I think I think the Colin Gretzky bad has gone a bit too far but I do think I do think even if if Ovi like Joe Theismann his leg and never played another hockey game again I still think why would you ever say goal scorer and I don't think that needs to be couched by oh if he had if he had lasted longer yeah. I don't think it needs no, to be couched by that. I think he's already a better goal scorer than Gretzky. 100. I also I think that. that Gretzky would still be number two. I don't think I do Gretzky see. drops to number 25. Just yeah, because I used, to, I used to always be the guy saying like, "Oh, Gretzky played in like a time when it was way easier." But seeing everyone like pile on it the way they have, it's like, okay, Gretzky was pretty good. <laughs> like, Look at the other guys in that area. Why like is it. there no one? Why is no one else number two all time that played at the same time as him? Why yeah, is there, exactly. Lemieux that's is the way you got to look at it. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, the like, only reason Lemieux is now higher is because he got cancer. Yeah, but still like, fuck Gretzky, obviously. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's absolutely absurd. Like okay, Gretzky did that playing with a wood stick, uh, playing against you know wearing gear that weighed thirty pounds more, like going against guys that were literally allowed to beat the living shit out of you. Like line brawls were a normal thing. Like it's a different game completely. So like uh, like I don't you can respect like I don't know how you can just shit on hockey history and be like oh yeah no everything that didn't happen before the dead puck era doesn't count because that's what Twitter is. Like, well, well, Babe Ruth he would have sucked. <laughs> Juan like, Soto is better than Babe Ruth. Yeah, Juan Soto is better than Babe Ruth. Well, no okay, shit. I mean he is though. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know that it just drives me mad. Like I was just first star of the week twice in one month like we did. Um, I'm, I mean, he was playing pre-internet. <laughs> so, yeah. Did, uh, did NHL's Instagram ever give him first star of the week twice in a month? They definitely did not. That's a fact. So, more OV exactly. records. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was a light week caps-wise. There's three games. Um, we had What If Willie, Jersey News. Uh, I mean, we're getting healthier. Getting healthier. Backstrom's still skating. Um, Eller's, back. Back. Eller's back after they ditched him in Anaheim for 10 days. Can you imagine that? Ten days stuck in a hotel room. I love the tweets. They were like, do, do you guys think we forgot something? Eller sitting in an Anaheim hotel. Hey, guys. <laughs> I was surprised I didn't see any, like, home alones. Like, I wish my family didn't exist. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, we got Eller back. Um, yeah, I mean, things are all caps right now, no pun intended. I mean, caps are, are, are looking up. Um, anything that, that we've missed so far? Um, we just kind of glanced over it, but John Carlson is leading the league in points for defensemen now. Yeah, and isn't Nick Jensen first and plus minus? Not that I think that means yeah. anything, but no, I think he is. And then Ovi's like top five, and he was yeah. a minus player like last year. Yeah. So uh, the only other things that I wanted to bring up was I did break out the uh, black capital jersey, the Kolzig jersey, uh, when I went to the game the other night, and I was like, man, no one's gonna be wearing one of these. Fucking four rows in front of us, white Kolzik jersey. Son of a bitch. Nice. But that number should have been retired along with number 12 um, a long time ago. There's only been one player since Bondra to wear number 12, um, and that was Jeff Friesen, who nobody remembers being a capital. And Kolzik was the last player to wear number 37 in 2008. We've got Dale Hunter retired, who I think was a – you want to compare eras, like – Dale Hunter would not have been able to play in the current era. I don't think um, he couldn't coach in the current era. No, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, of, of the caps numbers that are retired, we've got Ivan LeBray, Rod Langway, Mike Gardner, and Dale Hunter. And I think it'd be hard to make an argument that any of those guys were more impactful 
or better players in their career than Peter Bondra and Olaf Kolzik. I mean, Bondra was the, was the first cap with 500 goals. Like he spent the vast majority of his career, homegrown product. Like I, I don't, I don't understand why those numbers aren't retired. I, I don't either. I, I think, as I kind of said, mentioned before we started recording, I, I think we, we pinned ourselves into a corner being such a like, um, kind of young franchise you know we we started in the you know, we were an expansion franchise we've only got one cup you know we pinned ourselves in the corner by already having four jerseys retired um you know it, it really it really should be langway uh bondra kolzig gardner ovi backstrom i think gardner should still be up there uh gardner. one of the players that you mentioned that's retired i've never heard of I don't know anything about Yvonne Lobre. I know nothing that's about him except for his jerseys hanging up next to the cup banner. Uh, he was orig- he was banner. an original cap. He was a, he was I think he was the first they needed to retire number. He was the first one that went up, I believe. That's good. He was on the worst team of all time. Yeah, uh, possibly. I gave you fact check me there, but yeah, I had this conversation with the I think sab- anybody that would listen to me Friday no, night. It's that the um, <laughs> er, the Coyotes are on pace to to finally put the 74 75 caps as not the worst team of all time but oh, as insane. of right that's now it's still the 74 75 caps yeah and they were not playing 82 games back then yeah i think um, they're playing like 80 though uh well in other noteworthy news this has been a running theme it's been three months that i've moved into this neighborhood and a third dog has charged me and herbie uh, so Herbie's garnering a reputation. Other dogs in the neighborhood got earned some respect. I do. This one at least was, this one was at least little, and he took off from you know 40, 50 yards away. And I was panicked. I was like, what do I do? Like, if Herbie Gave gets this time thing, to punt him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, do I kick this dog? Like, do I just say fuck it, let the dogs hash it out and deck the owner? Like, um, <laughs> I just had I had enough time to think it through, and I went with um, I think what was the most logical decision. Is I just scooped Herbie up like a bag of sod, I just bar- double barreled arms, and pressed him against my chest, and the dog's like going bananas, like ripping up my pants and shit. And the owner's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I swear to God, he's man, friendly, he doesn't bite. The next person that does it, I think, is just, I, I, at what point in time am I allowed to just start fighting my neighbors? I think it's gonna have to happen. <laughs> like, if the dogs are gonna fight this often, if their dogs are gonna come at your dog. So like there's gonna tensions are gonna grow in this neighborhood. I can't, I'm not gonna Karen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, you know, complain. Nice, I'm just someone is gonna get the business end of a bobcat knuckle next, sandwich here. <laughs> next time a dog runs Herbie, you just gotta so casually drop the leash and start like stretching. I, I think after three <laughs> times toss off the bucket. Like <laughs> I think after three times you're good to you're good to go at this point. Like I, I mean, mean it's yeah. three different dogs. If I think if there's a repeat offender that just yeah, I was just about to say. If you get a second occurrence of the same dog, just go the owner. Yeah. Just start I, taking things off, yeah. cracking the knuckles. Just, okay. 32 degrees out, unzipping the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> just say we're going. What? I'm sorry. Just we're fucking going. Tarps off, drop them, boy. <laughs> you don't have a say in the matter here. We're going. You know what this is. Hey, go me, bud. What are you talking about, sir? I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's uh, that's the latest in my life. We uh, we did break this up a little bit. Um, had a little technical difficulties. Um, we could run down if there's any players that we're curious of on the heat map. You guys hit us up, hit Blake up, Stack Guy Blake. But anything that we're we're missing storyline here, I don't have <clears throat> much speaking voice left, and we, you know got to recoup for next week. Okay, I have two things written down here, totally unrelated to hockey. But you said you mentioned to me a couple of times you wanted to do a Christmas song draft. Yes, it's it officially Christmas song season. season. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I, I think we can go three songs, three guys. You don't need to make it a five-person draft. I have. I just want to preface my like a couple of my picks by saying that I am like I'm allergic to country music or not country Christmas music now because I worked at this place where I'm from called Santa's Village in the summer. And it was the same Christmas songs every day at the exact same time. So I don't like any actual Christmas music. I didn't. I used to be a real Grinch. Um, and I think it's mostly because, uh, humble brag, uh, I've had girlfriends and women listen to Christmas music that way too sick. early. 
um they like i was just you know constant 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 like i had a sister growing up and obviously a mother so like christmas music was on as early as possible went full grinch mode the last few years no christmas and i'm ready to you know open my heart back up so i'm I'm ready for it i just i have two modern songs that are gonna catch you guys off guard all right well i'm i'm gonna just take number one right off the board right now it's uh mariah carey all the way for christmas that's number one uh, we can go. One. We can go sequentially across my Zoom screen here. Ben, you gonna go pick two? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, "Santa Tell Me" by Ariana Grande. Don't know if oh. you've heard it, but this song bangs so hard. I have not. I didn't I think that the there was gonna be. Too. I didn't think there was gonna be uh, any submissions on here from like past 2010. As it's a modern classic. Uh, I'll have to look into it. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get a, a draft chart up. Uh, Blake. <laughs> Crap. Um, I don't know. Mariah Carey's the only like. Are you a big Trans Siberian Orchestra guy, Blake? No, I'm uh, I I'm Catholic, so I grew up on all the religious ones. I don't know any like pop Christmas songs. Oh, so you like like the Oh Holy Night, like that type of shit? I, I am a big Oh Holy Night guy. Yeah, I'm gonna say Oh Holy Night. I like a Holy Night. <laughs> all right, all right. Way to use your noggin there um song two for <laughs> no, no 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 i like that's a good that's a good song it's number Man. six on this google image i found so oh nice um i'm going bruce springsteen santa claus is coming to town blues bruce and the east street band a little sax solo in your christmas how about I didn't that know we were allowed to pull up something songs. to spice it Hang up on. what do you mean you didn't know you were allowed to pull up songs i didn't i would have forgot them i have to roll like this um <laughs> my pick i'm gonna have to go with um is it called Baby It's Cold Outside? You can't pick that song. That's yeah, exactly what I was going to say. This is a controversial pick. I know that. But um, it might, it has to be the catchiest one. Um, I mean, it was an elf. It was an elf. So if you just take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, and don't... separate the art from the artist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, um, you know, I'm going to have to go with that one because it's just too catchy of a song. The yeah, way right. the two voices balance off each other. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, no one even listens to the words of songs that they, they listen to now anyway. Exactly, so, it's just right. a fat beat. Um, we didn't spot, we did not snake draft this, so we go back to Blake here. Yep. Um, I like the last Christmas I gave you my heart because it's Ooh. hilarious and stupid and like, Wham? It's like a terrible song, but I love how funny it is because it's so bad. Wham or the Taylor Swift version? Taylor Swift. Okay, so this is Taylor's Taylor's version of yeah. episode 124. <laughs> uh, my last pick, oh man, I was actually going to go with that Taylor Swift song, so that's good. Um, dude, Christmas and Hollis, Run DMC. Run DMC. <laughs> that's a good oh, one. Oh, no, no, that no, take it one. off the board. Take it off the board. Have you heard DMX, RIP, sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Yeah. That's, that's my pick. I feel like that would be cool. great. That's my pick. That's pretty good. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yeah, that's my pick. That's number three. Mariah Carey, Bruce Springsteen, and DMX. That could be the steal of the draft for sure. Um, My last pick. I'm also going to go off the board a little softer than DMX. I'm going to go with uh, the Jonas Brothers, Like It's Christmas. I don't know if you've heard that one. Oh, ridiculous. I do love the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Blake, last episode. I haven't gotten Criminals. into John Mayer. I love the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> last pick, Blake. Um, all right, I'm gonna go. There's a John Denver and the Muppets Ooh. Christmas <laughs> and the Muppets. I'm yep. gonna go with their version of the Twelve Days of Christmas. That is. So so funny and so good. Muppet Family Christmas was a, a classic in my household growing yeah. up. Um, my Muppets last John Denver, Twelve Days of Christmas. Give I'm not going to pick another one, but not- notable mention: the whole In Sync uh, Merry Christmas uh, album, Home for Christmas. Uh, yeah, yeah, pop that bad boy on. Um, Pretty one- controversial. We left Michael Bublé off the list, but um, and he's you know, Canadian. That's that more of a sin for you. Sometimes you go undrafted and you still turn out to have a great career. Yeah, Joel Ward. Yeah, he's the Joel Ward of Christmas music. Yeah. Uh, Marty St. Louis, maybe? I'm going to go ahead and dispute Michael Buble being the Joel Ward and uh, 
You can Martin try, Saint but Louis it's of, not uh, going to Christmas music. Is he the Martin St. Louis? That on record. Um, so what was your what was your other piece, Ben? And then we'll get you guys oh, out um, of here. I just finished the show Mad Men like the other day. Mm. So I wanted to ask what is the best TV show ever? Because I asked what the best bands ever are. So now what's the best TV show? Um, so, man, I think a lot of the ones that people love are not that awesome. Like Sopranos, watched it one time through. That was enough for me. Um, didn't get into, didn't like Lost. Dexter's not up there for me. I never saw Lost. Um, I lost, think honestly, I Breaking Bad when I me. saw some guy get sucked into a jet engine in like the first season when I was like 10. That that put me off lost forever. <laughs> I think like uh serious show, best show that I liked uh, was probably Breaking Bad. Not very uh, yeah hot. See, take. I think I think Breaking Bad is the best show ever, but it's hard to say because like it's not a show that I'll put on all the time just because it's so like intense. Same, but like, I, I have watched still watching, it at right? least once. I've watched it at least twice. I mean, like that's a show I've actually watched the whole thing at least twice. You're still watching it, right, Blake? Yeah, I'm on my first watch through Breaking Bad. Yes, yeah, so that's that's probably what I would say the best show ever is. But there's shows that like I go back to all the time, like Family Guy all the time, Fresh Prince of Bel Air all the time. Okay, I love the Simpsons. Yeah, if we're talking comedies, yeah, that's dude. They're redoing the Fresh Prince. No, they're oh, not. So then not. that would exist, and it can't exist. <laughs> yeah, they're doing it. Um, so my favorite no, because if we speak about it, then it's real. My favorite and best are very different. Yeah. right yeah, like, exactly so my favorite like, show of all time is scrubs scrubs is so scrubs. good dude scrubs That's is so good great show um one one bummer about it is um all the original licensing the, the show is old now it came out in 01 to like 09 um but the music licensing from the original production some of it is not the same so on like hulu now the soundtrack oh, isn't the same the some of it some of the songs um and the producer and zach braff picked a lot of the music for like each episode so that was really cool um so scrubs is up there for me office obviously and then i'm a huge sunny fan i've never but seen that's sunny another show i'm watching right now is always sunny for the first i need time. to get into that, that show. show's good yeah sunny's up there for me um but yeah if we're talking like serious uh another generic canned response game of thrones minus the last yeah, me season too. Me too. Um, the Wire was good. I did finally watch The Wire. I've heard a lot about The Wire. I've never gotten around to seeing it. Blake, yeah, did you pick either. one, or are we just talking over you? <laughs> little huh? column A, little column B. No, did, what was your you... what was your goat show, Blake? Um, so again, best and favorite are different. Yeah, I'll. Um, I'm only on season three, but I I will say Breaking Bad is definitely it's i it's elite it's top three probably all time if season not top two one. sold it for me um i think favorite i'm gonna go monk the show monk if you ever mm. watched it was good what a, wait what show it's called monk it was he's a tony shalhoub who has ocd which I, I i have ocd and i super relate to it but it's also like just stupid hilarious like it's so it's a funny. good show. It time. is a good show. It's a great show. I forgot and it existed. So I'm gonna go with that as my favorite. See, I don't have any sleeper picks. I have like The Simpsons and Family Guy in the Office and Breaking Bad. What is Monk? Uh, have Monk. you? Uh, we can uh, bring it to a close here. But have you seen? I think you should leave on Netflix. I've seen episodes of it. It is so goddamn funny. It they're like fifteen to seventeen minutes long. It's the easiest like show to sketches. burn through. It's it is absolutely hilarious. And then you should follow. I rink you should leave on Twitter, and they just churn out hilarious, hilarious, hilarious memes from it. But what's, that show, what's your favorite sketch from season one? Because <laughs> I have like two in my mind. <laughs> season one. I'm trying to remember. Uh, season one. Season one. I'll it's say gotta be the. It's got to be the season um, one's a door one for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be that or the um the the guys that are replacing his toilet you're not I part love, of the turbo team i love the magician one too yeah yeah <laughs> it's i mean it's good it says they're 15 minutes long like 17 minutes long and oh, I, so like, I think you have to have a a certain sense of humor but like if it, if that's your cup of tea like whitest kids you know like sketch comedy stuff like oh it i is, love whitest kids you know it's like it's like that type of humor blake 
Yeah. Um, okay, so while we're in while we're on the topic of shows, okay, I'm sh- has anybody told you, Bobcat, that you look like that one guy from Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> no. Julian, <laughs> Julian or no? Ricky, because there's only two of them. I think it's the one that always I think it's the one that always has the Coke in his hand. The That's Ryan Julian. Coke. Yeah, you look like Julie. <laughs> Sexy Patrick Swayze. <laughs> the first episode came out, I was like, holy shit, was Bobcat and Trilly? Uh, <laughs> that's a first. Um, I usually just get like, you know, whatever the, the notable funny Leonardo Jewish. DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. No, I usually get like whatever the notable funny Jewish actor is at the time. Seth Rogen. Uh, <laughs> that's a really good Seth Rogen. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, hopefully I don't get called Seth Rogen. Um, but that you really never gotten. You look like that one guy from Trailer Park. No, I thought well, I was going to do now million that he, now that to you. I've gotten that. I've gotten um, Jason Biggs from American Pie. Like when I'm clean shaven, I look like a little baby back bitch. Okay, like um, fuck. I, if my hair is really short, dude, it's literally just a, a, a name a Jewish funny actor. Like I've gotten Adam <laughs> Sandler. I've gotten. Um, what what young Adam, Adam Sandler? Sandler when I'm clean shaven, which doesn't happen anymore. So it happened a lot when I was younger, when I had like buzz cuts. Um, Nick from New Girl, that's the one I hold on to. I like that one. I'm gonna keep that one. Oh, and, yeah, that good. Then my my one friend, uh, Helen, shout out Helen. She is a, a young woman, believe it or not, uh, regardless of her name, but her mom, <laughs> um, always called me miles teller so i'm gonna take that one to the grave with me i tell that's a compliment yeah i mean if i could only do as good with the ladies as you know my friend's parents think of me you know i might have a shot here my wife thinks i look identical to andy samberg oh andy samberg's a handsome bastard i was watching that's my boy last night that's such a bad movie that's <laughs> such so a bad funny movie. though like oh my god that's so freaking funny the way he talks. <laughs> i love that movie. i hate it Really? It's the it's the accent. It's that stupid Boston That's accent. Why it's so funny is the way he talks like that the whole movie. He's like, "Oh, what's wrong, guy? <laughs> what's wrong, guy?" <laughs> I'm Adam Sandler. How we feel? Have you seen the show? Rod. That's a good movie. That's oh, fantastic. I was just movie. about to say, Hot Rod is an underrated movie. All right, I love Hot Rod. So that's your homework, folks. Have Watch, you seen I think... Last question, TV yes, show I have. It's awesome. They need that to revamp it. They need to pick yeah. it back up. But mm-hmm. that's uh, just over an hour. Episode 124 covered a lot of bases. Um, we'll bring bring you back next week with a new uh, what if Willie, um, perhaps some some other drafts going on, but we'll see what's going on. As always, fun to have you, Blake and Ben. If this is going to be, I, we can't even say the B squad at this point because like oh, we're taking over. It's true. We're taking it's over. Very true. Yeah. So episode 124 in the books. We didn't talk about the games that are coming up, but um, it's, you know, we're already at like an hour 15. You guys can do that by yeah, yourselves. We're playing Florida. We'll beat them. Yeah, we'll they're be fine. Playoffs. So until next time, guys, another episode of Chirp and DMD.